0: So, yep.
1: <laughs> yes. SJ. How was
0: Pride? How was Pride for
1: you? You know what? It was fun. I danced probably horribly for a while, but I was mostly helping <laughs> my friend because they're a drag king. So mm-hmm. and they were performing, right? So I was mostly helping plug, them plug. out. <laughs> 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 yes, if you want to follow them, they are at Ina Demons, and they give a fantastic performance both at Pride. And at their first um, club show, I, I guess I'd call it a club. It was very much a club club, gig. club show. Yeah, club yeah. gig, which was very wild to be like in a club scene with other queer people. And th- they were all like, oh my god, you're 21, you're babies. Babies! <laughs> and I'm like, oh dear. I'm like, ooh, ooh, what do you babies. mean babies? Oh I'm too gay That's That's already me. That's because of my prof <laughs> going. How do you pronounce your name? Is it Gabby Gab. or Gabby? <laughs> from then on, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go by Gab. It is an you know actual have...
0: thing, though. Just Gabies, gay babies. Just
1: Gabe, <laughs> Gabies. Is that what you? Yeah. Is that what you call new? Oh.
0: Yeah. It's it's an actual.
1: <laughs> no, I was. No, here's the thing. You were talking about like newcomers to the queer scene, right? Like Gabies. Mm-hmm. I was like, who else with the name Gabby has been called Gabby? <laughs> I was like is that lot an of actual pronunciation?" I was like, is this an actual pronunciation of the name? I yeah. had never heard it before my teacher had said this.
0: But you are gay a gay baby. I am
1: I am a gay baby. I am a gay
0: baby. <laughs> anyway, as everyone should be aware of by now, um, after gay pride comes gay wrath therefore we are <laughs> We are obligated to talk about Killing Eve and what the fuck happened to it. So.
1: That's just the epitome of gay wrath. I mean, other than she but, like... I mean...
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna defend yeah, it yeah, for, like, you, a second. No, no! Yeah, no. You,
1: no, if you look at, like, Catra and Adora, that's, yeah. is, is that not just gay wrath?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sheesh.
1: Oh, my God. So, I'll
0: ask you first, then. How did you get into Killing Eve?
1: Well, I got into Killing Eve because I was a big fan of Fleabag. And naturally, Mm -hmm. as you know me, I went, let me um, look up everything Phoebe Waller-Bridge has ever done. Mm -hmm. And go ahead and try to watch it. So I watched Crashing. And then I heard about Killing Eve and I was like, oh, I don't know about this. And then (laughs) I saw saw the GIFs of um, Sandra Oh getting pressed against the refrigerator with the Mm -hmm. knife. Mm-hmm. And
0: I was like, "Oh, <laughs> okay."
1: <laughs> I was like, "Is this queer bait, or are they going actually going for it?" And I was like, "Oh, you know what? It's Sandra O. Oh, it's Phoebe Waller Bridge. It looks gay. I saw that like, it had like assassins, and I like I like watching assassin things. As we love, love we love John a cat and Wick. mouse chase. There's just something about like, <laughs> it. I was like, "It looks interesting." And then I put on the first episode, and it was like in the first five minutes, Villanelle um, <laughs> yeah. cusses out a little girl. Yeah. And I was like, the what iconic is this ice show? cream scene. <laughs> the ice cream scene, yes. And I was like, what is the show? And I really liked the first season. The second mm. season, I was like, ah, you know what? I have just enough fondness to be like, let's finish this. Third <laughs> season came around, and I was like, what mm. is happening? <laughs> and then the last season came, and I was like, "I, uh, why is she Catholic? <laughs> she's what Christian. The
0: correction is she's Christian. Okay, you know oh, the she's English Christian. Hate Sorry, yes.
1: <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that was that ha- was for the we, Irish. We have to do a Dairy Girls. We have yeah. to do a Dairy Girls episode. I like I, was, I, was, I like I media we- that
0: fucks me up. You know how I am." Well, bringing it back to its uh to the UK's the really topic. bad counterpart, yeah. <laughs> um, killing you. I actually, I think I have a very, very like repressed memory of how I found it. I think <laughs> it came back memory. very recently. <laughs> uh, because I I found the person on Tumblr. I remember who reblogged it because this person, I know from my ruby days and this is a surprise to most um <laughs> i used to be into <laughs> rooster Teeth ruby is it is until it really a
1: surprise it this this isn't surprising to me
0: i don't know enough about your knowledge of ruby to know what you think is not surprising about it
1: i had a little cousin who used to show me like some episodes and it's like fucked up fairy tale is that what I remember? No. Right? Where of like I I fighting? didn't get
0: to that part. I didn't really get to that part. Oh, actually. I see. I, I see. think I dropped it by the third season, and then it just it just went to hell. <laughs> but that's enough. <laughs> no- that's a topic for another day. Um, oh no. But yeah, this person I knew from my Ruby it, days. It,
1: it went it went to hell just like the gay little angel.
0: How many times will you bring up Castiel in in these episodes? I feel like this is like the third time you've brought up Castiel. Is it?
1: I think that just might be subconscious at this point. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Get help!
1: <laughs> you know what? I was in the supernatural fandom for shit, I think five years, Jesus. And I've just been recently just putting on episodes in the background, so it's probably gonna come up more, but I don't, I'm not proud of it. <laughs>
0: No, you know what? Okay, I, if, we're, if we're outing ourselves, you used to be s- into Supernatural. I used to be into Homestuck. So it's not even that. It's really, not even that there cursed, we go. Okay?
1: Someone mm-hmm. made like an eight hour compilation oh of my every like uh, Dean and Cast thing. So like they mm-hmm. smushed like I think 10 plus seasons and compiled it. And it was an eight hour long video.
0: <laughs> Watch Killing Eve and- fans try and do that. <laughs>
1: Exactly. I would like to see it. I would like to see it. Give me a, the villainy of cut. Um, but I, yeah, want, I want. I like want. do like eight... Like
0: your little homework thing, where you oh did, like we a trailer.
1: Yes. Like yeah. Yes, they change yes. the
0: genre. I feel like they should do that for Killing Eve.
1: They should do it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they absolutely should. No. You know what? They should edit it like the Mister and Mrs. Smith trailer. Oh my exactly. god! Exactly. We, we got like billion and Eve, but mister oh my God, i would oh that's, that's a that 's a remake i would I would die for, but yeah like I. There, so uh, Phoebe there 's the Waller bridge hour... call us Phoebe Waller bridge like i you know you passed me on the street when I was in london huh? here 's the switch i
0: oh 'm not God. kidding. She she got out of know. the car it's and I was really standing really on the funny street. It's just that you had the really... audacity to say you passed me on the street in London. <laughs> Please, <laughs> it's fine. She'll pro-
1: she'll probably never hear this. But yes, going back to Killing Eve, I want the <laughs> Billion Eve cut. I don't I don't want to sit through the fucking twelve bullshit. <laughs> I just want my cat and mouse show.
0: I'm I'm trying to think of anything else that might have the same, like ticks on the box, but I don't remember if I if first
1: I, if kill I is first kill Maybe is like
0: old close, guard,
1: but not old. Oh yeah, old guard. I love old guard. <laughs> Did you see those photos of are on? You <laughs> you keep bringing up things that scratch like the catnip in my brain.
0: <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to think if there's any other like sapphic ish show where it's like well, we, you know, cat and mousey.
1: Well well we we already mentioned Shira, that's another one.
0: Mm-hmm. Back to the topic. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the topic. So I found a few gift sets like were blogged by Ro- roman Im- Ro- Roman Romanim. Yeah, Romanim mm. like a few like a few years ago. This is, like, ancient history. And I trust their taste, because um, even if they're really, really into Team Fortress 2, they they mm-hmm. have some really good taste in the sapphic stuff. So I was just like, hmm, intriguing. So I watched mm-hmm. the first season, and as as everyone knows, the first season was amazing. The first season <laughs> was, is the best season. It's the only season that exists, actually. <laughs> that's, true. Well, ends, that's true. It ends there. <laughs>
1: Sorry, I didn't know like um what 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 Killing Eve was a limited series. What what I don't know what I was talking about earlier in season two or season three. I just I must have like imagined or hallucinated it. But yeah.
0: I think the reason why I got interested in, in Killing Eve, apart from it like being one of the few sapphic shows that I yeah. saw like within kind of like the mainstream Tumblr spear going on. Yeah, I was moment, about to say
1: like like sapphic show on Tumblr? What?
0: Yeah, it's, unheard, it's of. unheard of. But like, <laughs> it's it's so unheard of because it's like Tumblr sphere is just so it's MLM. it's a sausage party in there. <laughs> it's it's just no! so sausage party ish. It's it's amazing sometimes how much focus they give to your regular, regular blonde-haired guy and like dark-haired dude. You know. It's always Yeah don't those two. don't
1: don't don't come for like every single twenty twelve ship <laughs> on the planet. That is literally like they Even art stoppers of... stepped in there. Please I'm sorry, is I'm sorry. It, it... No wait, is Kid Connor blonde or is he ginger? I've seen like arguments being had Not or... Kid
0: Connor. The actual he looks you know gendered. the actual art from the comics. He's he's blonde. Oh, he's blonde, okay, right? Nick
1: Nelson. Okay, actual Nick Nelson.
0: Yeah, he's blonde.
1: I don't think they ever say he just has pale hair. No, he just has pale hair. Did he's they blonde. Stop say he's denying blonde?
0: it. <laughs> Stop denying it. No, I
1: don't remember. I'm not <laughs> denying. I'm just asking a question. <laughs> I'm asking
0: yeah, no, he's you to blonde. I, I saw the. Okay. I saw the like the covers and stuff. It's always like the. Okay. This <laughs> is really funny, but yeah, I. Apart from it being, like, one of the only, like, sapphic, sapphic ships in the common, common tumbler sphere at the time, with Shira, actually. Mm-hmm. I think it was because at the time I was looking for stuff with Asian women in it, specifically. Yeah. Um, yeah. There, like, there is just such a, <laughs> a lack of it in media. Specifically the ones that don't really tackle culture itself. And that I'm was sure. before. That was before. I think the half of it came out. Yeah, ah, the, yeah. This, way before the half of it came out. Um, at the time, I think it, Killing Eve was up on my watch list with The hand baited. <laughs> so. Oh gosh, what yeah. a combination! Something about something about it. I mean, about excluding it, like... excluding the graphic sex that definitely wasn't even. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even, like, softcore porn at that point. It was just it, I mean, it was just kind of like just, that. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the plot of that one was actually pretty good, I'm not gonna lie. No, um, when you
1: think about, like, the implications of it, it's just... Uh, the Handmaiden is just very well written. But some yeah. of the things in that movie, I cannot unsee.
0: <laughs> I think it's the... I think it's the fact that that was based on an actual Sapphic book that really sold it for me. That
1: makes it, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) I actually had that on my read list, and then I realized it was not actually. It was like about white people in the novel, so I was just like, nah. Oh, what? No. Yeah, the fact that they adapted it into yeah, the fact that they adapted it into Korean like mid Japanese war.
1: For me, the the context is what makes it so much more compelling. I cannot yeah. imagine The Handmaiden if it was white people. Sorry, white <laughs> people, but not really.
0: <laughs> no need to apologize.
1: <laughs> I mean, you did colonize us for thousands of years, hundreds of years.
0: Is, is is the Phoebe Waller bridge hole really the only part that got you interested in it, or...?
1: No, and it, it was also the Sandra Oh-hole, because I just really <laughs> love her and everything. Like, yeah. literally, whenever my mom and I see her in something. I think she watched something recently. I think it's the chairman, the professor, or something, with Sandra Oh. And I was like, mm. I, the, the reason my mom watched it because I was like, it has Sandra Oh. It has Sandra
0: Oh. Oh, I, I like, recently like, pirated Umma, <laughs> which I haven't watched yet. <laughs> but it's...
1: Oh my god.
0: I have expectations. She gets to speak in Korean. I feel like I feel like I should be. (laughs) I should be fed that Mm -hmm. she's in a horror movie and she's like the main girl. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. Woman after my Sandra was just Sandra
1: Sandra O does not have an Oscar and it's it is a crime. It is a crime. Exactly. Because she's been in so many different like things. She and Michelle Yeoh in in this house like.
0: (laughs) Gay silence. (laughs)
1: silence <laughs> oh my god now i'm thinking about michelle yo in gunpowder milkshake
0: good lord <laughs> she- Rain yourself in girl <laughs> i'm just okay i'm trying to i i may have to look this up now because now uh-huh. i have to i have to point out the people i have to blame <laughs> so, we gotta be specific we, we're going on wikipedia now folks
1: I like how you going into killing Eve more like I have to find the people to blame and in our last episode I was just out here going here are all the people I have to thank for the creation of Bill
0: 10 <laughs> gay wrath okay gay pride you were very proud of the creators of that movie of those <laughs> movies specifically but I am not proud of most of these people specifically for what they did
1: look at how they massacred
0: <laughs> Well technically most people <laughs> actually kind of blame the executive producer specific executive producer oh, yes, I, I have don't written remember that. what her name is I don't remember what her name is it's that insignificant to me head writer is different for every series um the first series as we all know was which the is the, which Bridge. is
1: kind of the problem isn't it yeah like that it's different sort part, of every series that's never good no, but like it's never good when like they change. It. Yeah, that's the exact as problem they had in
0: that. um Voltron, right?
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: And actually oh, now every we've single exposed, Marvel movie We've
1: exposed <laughs> We've exposed the fact that I was into Supernatural and Voltron. On this I never episode. exposed
0: anything. I just pointed out that Voltron had the same problem. You did not have to confirm that. <laughs>
1: But if I agree with you then how would I know that that just implies that I've seen This is just physical. I thought this was
0: just common Tumblr knowledge at this point. I've saw I've no, seen like the call out post.
1: I've n I've seen people who have zero knowledge of what what the fuck was happening with Voltron, so even my friend you know who what? watched Fair. Voltron Ignorance had no bliss. idea about what was happening like behind the scenes <laughs> of Voltron. It truly is another I level think... of like tumblr to know about like the cookies
0: and shit yeah we're we're deeper in the nine circles of hell in this one but um yeah. <laughs> it
1: fits into the i think i was i was
0: into going on yeah i was into voltron i think for the first again for the first three seasons there's just something about there's just something about the first three seasons that um, just voltron. cuts me off afterwards no like literally anything i watch uh, After the first it, three it. seasons, it's just, like, I skedaddle. That's, that's... <laughs> no, I think it has to be, like, a specific set of standards. Like, if they fuck up somehow within, mm. like, the first three seasons, then I I am just You're I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> You're gone. Unlike, however, when I s- try to start a book, I think it's sort of the same thing where... I like read the first chapter and if it doesn't vibe with me I just put it back down. I'd never I'd never try to read it ever again if it never vibes with know, me after the first we, chapter.
1: Like many things we are uno reverse in this and that I if I don't <laughs> like like the first episode or like the f- I'll give it like maybe six episodes. If I still am not into it. I just don't watch it. And with the book, I'm like, even if I don't like the first chapter, I'm like, maybe it gets good. And then I get (laughs) halfway through and I'm like, why am I wasting my time? But uh, but I'm very bad (laughs) at leaving stories unfinished. So I just keep going. And at the end of it, I'm like, what did I gain from this? Absolutely nothing.
0: (laughs) I think it's like through experience, because in like 2016, I went through like a a reading spree. I think I got to 148 novels in that year alone oh my god um i was very depressed anyway (laughs) (laughs) i i read like 148 novels and like a few of them were really bad um i just i think i just picked up which signals i thought like which flags were really really red and the moment Mm. i find those in like the first chapter i just put it back down because i read a lot of because i it was 2012 i was into like i was into tumblr so if I picked up a book, there like there's a 100% chance it was because it was queer. Um, mm. Time and time again, I've read um, maybe like around 5% of the MLM books, which were written by women. If, if it was MLM, within the first chapter, they will mention a female character and be incredibly misogynistic. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, okay. Okay, I see. I see what's going on here. <laughs> it's the whole mm-hmm. I'm gay, I hate women, therefore I am a misogynist. It it God. just sucked. Remembering
1: so f- like twenty twelve like culture in terms of like gay, yeah. Yeah,
0: jeez. Yeah. It it's just it was just really bad. So I just like I knew which ones to like sort through <laughs> and it developed later on mm-hmm. when I just read or watch things if i feel like something's not vibing with me like from the get-go i just go oh no 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 no. we're not we're not gonna waste our time here that's a few hours of my life that i will never get back anymore i am not gonna waste (laughs) my time (laughs) my life is short and i will not be shortening it further thank you
1: Oh On that God. note,
0: I don't know what maybe continue with Killing Eve. Um, it's tanto. because, uh, yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Something about the work that um, Emerald Fennel, Suzanne Heathcott, Coat, Heathcote? I don't know. British people, man. And Laura Neal. <laughs> Those three people just kind of like flubbed the, the entire premise that Phoebe Waller-Bridge gave them. Um, so here's the thing, right? No one really left the writer's room. This is is something we've talked about. We thought it was because B.B. Walter Bridge left. No, they deliberately had different women leading the writer's room per series. Um, kind of, like, um, continuing the story. Because you can't, because, like, they tied off most of what they did for the first series, right? First season, If if you remember the first series. First series, Yeah. yeah. They, they did everything they could to tie off anything and then they like led up to the next series which was the whole like after Villanelle gets stabbed <laughs> and, and he just leaves you just have to connect what what the other person like left you it's it's just like a pass the message thing so you just gotta keep the story going so I don't know what happened <laughs> the succeeding writers that they thought that the people that were lured in by the series weren't lured in by the the two main characters finally getting to interact with each other intimately like they didn't get that somehow
1: yeah here's the thing i was i was doing research about this and all of the mm-hmm. early um, reviews of season one were all being mm-hmm. like oh the thriller like the critic. Critic reviews, the thriller, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the thriller aspect of the show is really good, but the mm. like, the world is intriguing, and I can't help but wonder if they usually just saw that instead of like the larger response from people, which was fans. whenever I heard about Killing Eve, yeah, like fans. I never mm-hmm. heard about the plot, I heard more about like how they were interested in where villainy Villanelle was going. I was called her villain Eve. No. And where Eve <laughs> no. was going with her character arcs. Like, it was never like the plot that was the main. Part that I saw, like I didn't like see gifs of intricate meetings
0: on Tumblr. I saw gifs mm. of, of
1: Villanelle and Eve. Just I saw at each other. entire
0: like I I saw the same clip over and over again of Eve just like waxing poetic about trying to describe Villanelle to like a sketch. Yes, yes, yeah, <laughs> it's yes! really funny because it's like the the completely serious, just like pan around Sandra O. Oh, while she's talking about Villanelle. Describing her features. And then cuts to the sketch artist like, so did she have blonde hair? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the sketch <laughs> artist is like, yeah, thanks for the description about the lips. Uh, the hair, though. I And that is exactly the vibe that I wanted like for the whole of the show.
0: I think the one thing I did like respect for... Like, the... the- succeeding seasons that came after that one was the fact that they kept it consistent that eve just had this like seething rage all the time because like in the first the first season what i really found compelling about her apart from her like little conflict with like not being able to keep up the work-life balance you know (laughs) Just, just like how most millennials yes. have to deal with that, um, as you do. I think what what I found really compelling was the like after, after Bill's funeral, after the funeral, she was just mm-hmm. like, "I'm gonna kill yeah. her." Just like plainly, I was just like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> Sandra has never been hotter. There's
1: something about like, <laughs> I, yeah, I definitely understand. They like there's something about like the grief goggles. When yeah. you're angry, that just makes the anger like burn even hotter.
0: And like the the thing what they they really fucked that up is that in the following seasons they they just kept bringing up the fact that you know she wanted to get back at the twelve, um, specifically mm-hmm. at Villanelle for like killing her best friend, <laughs> and like um, suddenly Villanelle just keeps doing these really really fucked up things to her personal life where. You know, that thing that happened with her husband in the third season. Yeah. Like, Kenny being a collateral in their whole thing. Um, also in the third season, good lord, a lot of shit good happened. Good lord,
1: so much happens. <laughs> in the third season. But yeah,
0: the way that they kept doing those things in the show, and then just never bringing it up when it comes to Eve's like personal struggle. Like, her personal motivation for taking care of the Twelve was just that she was fucking tired of them. And like not even <laughs> not even the fact that like her loved ones kept dying, you know, it yeah, it just didn't yeah, make yeah. sense to me. It's like <laughs> it
1: would have been like a more interesting motivation to have her to have like that that journey into like wanting to uh, yeah. get rid of the twelve, be that personal connection of you know you are existing and that existing is causing people who I care about to die, so hmm. you have to go.
0: Yeah, and like. What I think a lot of the fans wanted is that, like, really striking that balance of wanting to give Eve these, like, personal motivations. Like, she wants to stop this once and for all because she knows that Villanelle's kind of, like, obsessed with her. Right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Why are you so obsessed with obsessed me? With me? <laughs>
0: yeah, she knows Villanelle's kind of obsessed with her. And it's a mutual thing. Because, like, even before. Um Even before all of this fucked up shit happened, she was just kind of fascinated with the fact that no one has ever caught villanelle before she's never been arrested
1: and that's <laughs> what i really that's one of the things that I really that really drew me in because I really mm. like that that like much like the podcast that shall not be named, I just like the idea of like this person who's trying so hard to like um quote unquote play by the rules, but there's just like this mm-hmm. one specific person that is just mm. so fascinating that they're willing to bend the rules for them because they're so fascinating
0: and it's it's like there's there's a kind of like batman joker understanding between them yeah that yes, like yes. they know that they're the only people who understand each other but also
1: it's the we are the only people who understand each other we can't ever truly be together Connect. because
0: what would yeah. that
1: even look like but also, there's people who get in our way, who mm. can be collateral in our in our brains, mm. and there are and people like, in our way who we can hurt because of this connection. Like going back to like old it? tropes, it's the Sherlock and Moriarty of it all, like the literary mm. Sherlock and Moriarty of it all. And where the
0: thing it, if with that is, just it, within the first season, you do see it in Eve that she just kind of doesn't care when people die. <laughs> but then she starts caring when it's people she knows because that's like that's the, that's when her job you know it it's, it's her job that people die yeah, yeah when, when it, it gets, gets personal, personal it's kind of bad yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's I think it's like it's rooted in the fact that this was based on a novel by some white dude so I feel like it's like part of <laughs> Eve's like originally white woman thing of like oh I don't care about those people I care about these people these are my people. She just doesn't have enough mm-hmm. empathy to, you know, like, extend her compassion out to, like, random people on the street or whatever. I also think it's because she's in Britain. <laughs> that might be generalizing. But, you know. Oh my it's god. Just, there's a certain capacity to her actual compassion. That when Villanelle murders other people, she's fine with it. She's just like, you know, if he dies, that's on him. That's, that's something she told... Caroline, I think the first time yeah. they met, him. like they spoke to each other in that restaurant, and she was just like, "You know, that's on him for dying, because of, like you know, if he if he, if know, he dies, then if... that's his thing." <laughs> she caught him slipping. <laughs> she caught
1: him slipping. Do not persecute. So, so it's like she doesn't <laughs> care when people the plot die. That's of Killing in when... Season One. Yeah, and she could.
0: Caught... She, she caught him, him slipping. Him slipping. Do not, so, do not persecute. That's that's the ending of it, too. Like, I caught her slipping, so that's her fault. And I think that was what really draw like drew people in, was that, you know, weird push and pull between them. There was a balance that was going on. And then they kind of extended out from that, which was just definitely not what people were into. <laughs> and then it turned into the shit show that was the fourth season. I don't know what oh happened there, God. too. But I, I as someone who watched... The fourth season. I don't know what happened either. (laughs) (laughs) And this, honestly, here's the thing.
1: I'm I'm friends with a lot of people who were like diehard Killing Eve fans, and I was (laughs) watching them react the fourth season. I watched like the first (laughs) two episodes, and I was like, "What happened here?" And then I was like, I was like seeing like these things on Tumblr and like Twitter, and it was never about the plot. It was literally just me say like like i was saying people were invested in the plot people were invested in eve and villianel and
0: this show ran for 4 years yeah yeah it's got a, wow that's that's actually fast speaking in bbc terms i'm not going to lie <laughs> yeah. they had a season per year and they it, it lasted like eight episodes per season yeah. so that's eight, that's eight, very fast considering eight episodes
1: for a for a, a british show is actually quite a lot already
0: yeah maybe it's because it's bbc america
1: <laughs> mm, that that is that is a thing
0: so we've stumbled over what, what what we all we already found compelling about these 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 lesbians but <laughs> what the hell happened in the fourth season and this is where i have notes okay
1: here you go. Here. I have it's two pages. <laughs> oh now Oh my God! You have two pages.
0: My my handwriting is atrocious. So there there are rooms for error. There's a margin of error. Yeah. In general, people were criticizing the executive producer, the lead writer of the fourth season, um, specifically mm-hmm. for the ending, just the ending, because like the lead up to that was actually all right. You know, like inhibitions were let go. People were murdered. Um, she officiated a gay wedding and then the 12 died. And then Villanelle died. <laughs> That's what happened in Quick Succession.
1: Yeah. That it's, was it's the last like, episode. Know, and it wasn't even like, it was, and it was like a dramatic death, wasn't it? I remember seeing like...
0: Yeah. The slow-mo getting the shot Dylan by Nose the shoulder. I was like... <laughs> you know that skit by yeah. Andy Samberg? Yeah, <laughs> like Slowly getting shot. <laughs> what she they said that um, I say they, but it's, it's literally just Laura Neal. It was in one of the interviews. Um, she said that like getting rid of Villanelle was like the natural progression for, but why? if not the characters, then the show itself. Apparently, um, but why? Some people say, yeah, I don't know. There apparently there was some logic to it. Um, Which arguing was? Arguing that killing Eve, quote unquote, stood for the metaphorical death or loss or whatever of Eve specifically because like a large part of Eve apparently was Villanelle. <laughs> even though for an uncertain amount of time she was in a desk job with the MI6 and she was the only person aware that there was this unknown killer killing <laughs> a bunch of people um with with her own flair that only only Eve was able to determine was actually just a single person and very specifically a single woman. Yep. So I don't know if Eve was just that big of a part of life. Or maybe they mean like within the rest of the series. Maybe it's because like they spent so much time together, which is also false. They never spent time together. Ever.
1: <laughs> like which if you watch I- the
0: entire series. They never get to interact with each other for more than... More like, than,
1: like, a few minutes. 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's it's rare that they ever get time together. Because um, in one way or another, they're just, like, set out on either escaping the other or killing the other. It's no in-between. Usually, it's Eve trying to kill the Lanelle.
1: No, no. You know what? That's what killing Eve means. It means Eve is ready for killing. <laughs>
0: Killing Eve is actually her her stage name. <laughs> no,
1: no, no, oh that's it's God. it's a mode. You have normal Eve and then you have Killing Eve.
0: Killing Eve, I see, I see. A lot so of I'm people trying to, know I'm trying that to, that to make jokes cuz the season take, the season
1: 4 thing is just
0: A lot of people really did know that that was a bullshit thing to say on an interview though. Um it, it especially the guy who killed the lesbians in The 100. <laughs> Oh my God! No, yeah, he was actually okay. It was actually interesting to see what actually went down with the hundred fandom afterwards, because apparently that guy went to cons and actually publicly apologized and like oh, continued okay. to advocate for stuff. So that guy like l- like learned his lesson and actually that, that's good started. Least. Yeah. He started kind of just like learning from the fans and which is something kind of unheard of (laughs) in T V. Unheard of, especially
1: on the CW What? (laughs) The CW. It all comes back to supernatural
0: (laughs) The CW. All
1: All roads
0: lead to supernatural. (laughs) Well, that's the road so far, you know. But yeah, um, he learned his lesson so, so badly that, um, when they oh fucked God. up Killing Eve last season, he was the one who kind oh of, like, quote God. tweeted can one you of the creators. Can yeah. you
1: imagine, like, Klexa is notorious in, like, uh, the sapphic community for being one of mm-hmm. the worst, like, bury your gaze moment on TV. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, the <laughs> Can you imagine of that?
0: one-upping that?
1: <laughs> the author of that. No, I can imagine one upping that. There's. Uh, once again, all reloads. I can't speak. All roads <laughs> lead to supernatural, but I, I guess in sapphic. But like. Can you imagine, like, the the creator of that. quote tweeting you. And saying, <laughs> hey, you fucked up your lesbian show.
0: Like, Kleksa like, is.
1: it's notorious. People still talk about it.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's because I haven't been on Tumblr in a while and. When I'm on Tumblr, I'm usually on my like for you page because I, I'm tired. <laughs> but um, <laughs> see that, much, that, that many people talk. That was a real talk-
1: old person sigh.
0: <laughs> yeah, a lot of things happened. I don't. I don't want to have to fucking deal with that. But like, I don't actually see a lot of people <laughs> talking about killing Eve. Um, about as much well, as I do see people talking about Clexus, though.
1: Here's the thing. I, I see people talk about Kalei, but it's usually mm-hmm. first season. I don't see much mm-hmm. of the later seasons. I see people still rotate the freaking fridge knife.
0: <laughs> <give sense>. like, <laughs> no, not I feel I'm like go- that's just not... The- Thirst.
1: Okay, fair. Not that I'm complaining, because I'm definitely not. Mm-hmm. But that's the one I. That's the one. Guess that I've definitely seen seen a lot of. Besides the bridge moment.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> the series yeah, ended there.
1: <laughs> yeah, the end.
0: Cut. The, <laughs> the end.
1: Nothing. Curtain. Happened. Nothing happened. Good they. Lord. They on the bridge.
0: The, the end. Maybe it's because I I am not following a lot of people who actually liked killing eve that much Mm -hmm. i do know one person but she was like very very distant from the series up um after the third season i'm pretty sure so Mm -hmm. i don't see a lot of discourse about what actually happened like what went down in that last season um the few i've seen i had to scour the tags. oh really so it's yeah it's not in the main tumblr sphere anymore
1: I think a lot of it has moved on to Twitter because I remember when the finale aired. I saw mm-hmm. multiple people on my timeline going, "Okay, killing you finale. Let's hope they don't fuck this up and I had come after the finale had aired, but I saw like the the thread thing, and then my friend quote tweeted and said, "Oh fuck, they fucked it up so bad. Oh fuck,
0: I was so casual about that. I was playing I was playing games in my phone during the entire season. And I could still like kind of like vaguely catch up. I have no idea what the fuck was going on with the 12 because I didn't really care. Mm-hmm. Um and I think they didn't they never understood that. Was <laughs> no one no one fucking cared about the 12. Um Caroline is like she's towing the line. Some people <laughs> still kind of care about her, but like not enough to like care about the flashbacks that were an actual thing in the yeah, the, the, yeah. the season. Yeah there were there were flashbacks to her weird youth where she used to be a socialist apparently um yes in...
1: but, and other sentences that make sense
0: <laughs> yeah um i actually kind of liked her when we never knew about her past like it it's just really funny that this, like, seemingly funny-duddy white person was just, like, commenting on the most innocuous things. And then suddenly just points out that, oh, this person we're meeting, I slept with him once, but, like, don't bring it up. It's kind of awkward. <laughs> <laughs> and then the whole time they're in that meeting, she's kind of still flirting with the guy. It's it's really funny to me. I, I really that, like no, no, that I, her character I, was like that. It,
1: it, that's what makes it really fun. I, I really like the comedy of, oh, you we, we slept together. It's not important. And everyone else is like, you what? You know, we kind of had a thing. It's not important. And then they get the the casual.
0: I really like the casual reveal of her being Ken's mom.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: And then there was that guy she was sleeping with who just pops up in the middle of their house, like, uh, (laughs) hello.
1: Um, Hello. I feel like Caroline deserves
0: to be a bit of a slut. Yes, yes. I think whatever she, I think her character being a slut is, like, a core part of her character. But, like, yes. the way but, but like, that not they like, focused in on not that... Not,
1: like, like, a slut in the sense that she looks at someone and you go, Huh. Maybe. <sighs>
0: hmm, maybe perhaps they have...
1: They
0: have actually... Oh, man, I don't know what it is. Like, there, I have a very maybe. weird thing where if two middle-aged characters interact in a certain way in anything I'm watching, I immediately go, oh, they're fucking. Immediately. And then, like, oh my God. minutes later, they immediately confirm it. Oh, they are fucking. I'm just like, <claps> I knew it from the get-go. You have a big just- brain. <laughs> it's... um. I think it was the same with... um. What was it? What was what was it called? Lin-Manuel Miranda, wasn't it? I don't fucking remember. It was an HBO what? show... <laughs> The Philip oh. Pullman novels.
1: Oh, go- the uh, his dark materials.
0: His more, yeah, his dark his- materials. That well, I I immediately clocked the, the the adults, the weird adults who definitely were fucking. Same <laughs> with the Wheel of Time. I also clocked the weird adults who were fucking immediately.
1: Maybe you just have you just have like a weird adults who were fucking since
0: <laughs> at some point. It's it's like a weird version of the gaydar. I'm just like yes, immediately. Yes. I, <laughs> you look at
1: these two weird adults who behave oddly around each other.
0: Perhaps they well, are that fucking. I do I do think it's because I immediately notice who who does and doesn't have some kind of history with each other. I think there's just a vibe that's like you know the the and this is this is treading very um mm. I'll I'll bleep this in the final.
1: Mm-hmm. But you know you know the uh. vibe. Yeah.
0: That yeah. but like with but more history behind it.
1: Yes, yes. You pick it yeah, so up and pick like, up on it really easily. Um, oh, now I And don't my sister just
0: goes, it. please, please don't do that. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm right though. Well, I wonder on. if it and works in real a life. A few minutes later. <laughs> I don't know. Normally, I don't care about other people enough to actually <laughs> do that in real life, you know? The the only reason it sets off while I'm watching something is because I'm invested. So yeah, that's, that's, f- that speaks that's a fair. lot. That's fair. <laughs> But anyway, going back towards <laughs> the the one thing I did understand very specifically was, like, the present stuff with Caroline and the the stuff that was going on with Constantine. I have no idea why he was apparently, like, a public official when, when the fourth <laughs> season started. Nothing makes sense. Nothing makes sense. In the just show go with it. Anymore. Just go with it. Like, the season opened with Eve, like, shooting him in the hand. And suddenly, it's just like, okay. But, like, it just, (laughs) you know, the way they open this season feels like something that someone new to the creative writing class would do is just, like,
1: inciting incident.
0: And, like, nothing makes sense.
1: Yes, I was about to say. Uh, No, they have Uh, the inciting incident, and then they build everything around the inciting incident is
0: what it feels like. It's, um, yeah, I understood why they were trying to do that with Caroline and Constantine. Caroline, I understood specifically because she actually wanted to do something after Kenny's death, but mm-hmm. I feel like she wasn't really. Um, I don't know. It just it just didn't feel like something that was in her character as established with with like previous season where they actually involved her children. Yeah, the way that they played out her story sort of didn't make sense for her character, specifically because. By the end of it, it was like them trying to make her realize that she didn't really blame the twelve for Kenny dying. She blamed herself. Blah blah. blah. And I'm just like, Have you met um, Caroline? <laughs> um, Have you met Caroline? Um, I I don't I don't feel like that's a thing. She's that's not gonna like happen to her.
1: she's not like self well self conscious in that way that she blamed herself. That's that's yeah. She's not the pity party.
0: She yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's yeah. not the pity party type.
1: That's
0: a weird a... It feels disingenuous to say yeah. that she would be the type to be throwing her own pity parties for like being at slightly in fault of like her own son's death. Even though um, I think it was because they were trying to build in that mother angle on her. I see. Which okay. Just... She has a MILF vibe, but she does not have a mother vibe. Mother it vibe just doesn't make that... sense. Moving forward, there's also the thing about Constantine, which... <laughs> I actually sort of liked, kind of, because, like, in the previous, um, I think in the second season, he had his whole, like, focus going on because Villanelle got arrested, blah, blah, blah and it, like, got out there that he actually views Villanelle as some kind of, like, there's there's a paternal bond going on between her and him that, you know, she kind of feels like he, he's. Her sort of dad at this point because they've been together for so long as handler and like assassin, and then Villanelle kidnapped his kids, so. yeah, yeah, you know, just normal, normal father daughter things. <laughs> the thing with him in the final season, and this is, um, not really going into much spoiler territory, is that he, like, one of the 12 actually kind of. Quote unquote commissioned him, um, blackmailed him into <laughs> into handling another assassin. Apparently, they were going in through that angle of like a lot of the assassins they hire um, are quote unquote unforgettable or don't really have any any connections. The very abuser thing of like you know you don't have any family left, you don't have any yeah family. yeah you know they isolate this person. When he finally gets to handle her, he gives her so many outs to just, like, leave. Just don't do this. If you don't, if you're not, like, there's a part of you that is unwilling to do this, do not fucking do it. Do
1: not. And I appreciate
0: their... I appreciate their characterization of him for that, um, specifically because they kind of picked up on what was left from the second season of him having some kind of, like, paternal feeling towards the people he's handling. I appreciate that, but they they, they never gave... Constantin and Villanelle specifically some kind of like I don't know like emotional climax together. Yeah, yeah, I um, was thinking. They about did have that, that yeah. one They did have that one part where um she asks him for help and he's like, "Oh, is that it?" and she's like, "Yeah." And then she leaves. And then she comes back in, they hug it out, and then she, f- she leaves again, never more, turning back.
1: More. More. Yeah, yeah
0: there should have been more of that because um, I know from the way they were handling the fourth season and, like, the previous seasons, apart from the first season, um, is that they wanted to give Villanelle some kind of emotional core to her that wasn't just happy-go-lucky assassin, you know? So they that, wanted that's to give another, her something that wasn't just no, that. That's
1: a, that's another, like, fun little thing. Happy-go-lucky assassin.
0: Mm-hmm. And but, like, um yeah,
1: I agree with you with, like, the Constantine thing, thing. It's like... That would have been so good, though, like to lean into that more, because it's such an interesting relationship to build, especially handler assassin e thing. Mm. There, you don't see a lot of it in yeah. Assassin media. It's usually the Handler turns out to be like an evil asshole the whole time. Mm. So it would have been interesting like, to like, build that
0: up. That would have been amazing if they actually built that up from after the second season. But the third season, they delved into Villanelle's family life instead. So I just, like, I didn't like that. (laughs) Because, like, no (laughs) one cares about Oksana. We're talking about Villanelle, okay? Put her back in there. No one, don't bring her out of the box.
1: The thing is that I find frustrating with, like, um, morally gray slash um fucked up characters is that so much media nowadays wants to be like but why are they like this and i'm like i don't really they care. want to turn
0: her into a scrunkly but she's I'm, not I don't,
1: i'm like can we just like let them be fucked up and a bit evil and a bit mean and a bit like, yeah just just She'll can we you let never them be do that little meow it? meow in peace and if she is your little meow meow come to terms with the fact that you cannot sympathize with her it's
0: not it's, no one's <laughs> telling let you let her you're defending that's the fun she, thing about her
1: That that's the fun thing about like assassin things or like it's it's the same issue people have with like John Wick where people think about it their heart mm-hmm. and be like oh he's killing people I'm like he's an assassin yeah. it's his <laughs> job it's his job if you don't want him to murder people watch something else like I I I I get the the desire for it, but it's just been done so many times. I'm kind of sick of it. Mm-hmm. And also, there's some characters that are just better if they're left kind of uh, mysterious in their backstory, because it makes them mm. more compelling. Versus if you know so much about them, that it kind of m- makes it less interesting. Because then you have like all these filled in boxes, and you can't like.
0: I do think what I liked about them bringing in. Some parts of Oksana, from I think the f- the second season, was them kind of like confirming that Villanelle has a type, and it's specifically <laughs> the messy-haired, black-haired beauty who is definitely some someone's wife. <laughs> so, <laughs> Just that's Villanelle has a type, messy, and it's homewrecking.
1: Absolutely <laughs> messy behavior, and I can't help but yeah. find
0: it compelling. <laughs>
1: just very yeah.
0: funny. She she likes to be a homewrecker. She's kind of a little shit like that. But um, th- the moment they delve deeper than that, I was just like, oh, come on, guys. <laughs> I happening? don't I don't care if this is rural Russia where people are kind of homophobic. I don't care. Let her have it.
1: Let her have <laughs> she it. kills people. Listen, you're already doing the inventive kill thing. Why not throw in a little homewrecking just for fun?
0: Like, oh, we when it comes to a fourth season, I'm like the whole thing. The entire thing. There's this whole angle of, like, untethering Eve, right? Of, like, mm-hmm. you know, slowly she goes from impressed by the way Villanelle kills people to, like, sort of vengeful because of what happened to Bill. And then she starts, like, slowly, slowly starts getting obsessed with, like, the idea of capturing her specifically, not even just to stop their crimes, but more, like, just to see if she can do it. Because you never really get that idea from Eve of, like, I want to catch her because I want to stop her from doing
1: it. It's the, can I catch this person who has so far been uncapturable? Like, am Mm -hmm. I going to be the one? The flavor! The flavor of it all!
0: (laughs) If they played more into that, of just her, like, tunnel visioning to Eve, to just to Villanelle, um, it would have been so good. Because if... The I, didn't, I didn't I so didn't care for her I didn't care for Villanelle killing her husband specifically because that should not have mm-hmm. happened. Like the falling out she has with her husband in the first season, that in itself was so good that if he just never came back, I wouldn't have cared. If if Villanelle was the cause of why Eve isolated herself, then like it just, it just didn't carry through. I feel like it would have worked better if they just made it so every single connection Eve has to like any kind of normalcy in her life, the fault lies on her for not maintaining those relationships because she's so obsessed mm-hmm. with capturing this woman. <laughs> <laughs> because something about this, something about this aspect of like slowly getting obsessed.
1: Isn't that also, like, what compels people about Hannibal? Like, the TV show. I don't know. Cause, <laughs> I would never no, claim that All well, right, you don't, you don't. Right, right, yeah. But, like, one of the, like, key aspects of it is how, um, deep, as he goes deeper and deeper with his connection to, like, Hannibal, Will Graham slowly, like, starts fucking up his other relationships because he's mm-hmm. so, like, enthralled by, um, the concept of Hannibal. Which I think would have been, like, Oh god! Just to like see Sam and Cole act the shit out of that would have been. <laughs> <laughs> oh amazing. my goodness! Would have been amazing.
0: Could you imagine if they bury your gaze Fucking Hannibal.
1: <laughs> they did technically.
0: Hmm. And is like, is there any narrative build up to that, or they just yes, it, for yes, there is. There's okay.
1: like a whole narrative build up
0: to it. That, that, that's not technically bury your gaze, though. Bury your gaze is, is what happened to Villanelle. Well, they, they got to their happy ending, and then she got shot by nowhere. So did 12.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: I appreciate the candor for trying to expose it on any fucking world building that they may or may not have.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, a mysterious organization that starts killing off random po- politicians Which is not unheard of. This is something that happens in real life. So I don't get the reason why there's the need to expound on that. As someone who lives in the Philippines, where cronyism is a thing.
1: (laughs) Once you have the idea about what the Twelve is, you're kind of like, oh, okay. It becomes less interesting when you dive into what the Twelve is.
0: Yeah. Because from the get-go, all of their um, targets are politician there's a pattern <laughs> once again as someone <laughs> as someone who lives in the philippines or <laughs> Spain,
1: politicians
0: dying because of other politicians is not surprising ah. nor is uh, it it's interesting horri- it's
1: horrifying that this is a thing that mm-hmm. we are used to but also yeah. it is a thing that we are used to unfortunately exactly
0: <laughs> that's right I never hear about Americans American politicians getting killed no I, the last the the only, co- there is like, no drama in the US
1: <laughs> like the only like <laughs> politician thing I've heard of was the JFK thing and that wasn't even a politician yeah. killing another po- politician it was just
0: some random dude they never like, found that's out the afterwards one that
1: like jumps immediately to mine
0: and apart from that, so usually wild. the people who I mean, while here die like, that you know, especially horrifyingly yeah. really
1: during the election season,
0: it's always mayoral candidates. If it's not journalists, oh god, yeah, it's mayoral candidates. So assassins being a thing, that to to like further political goals, that's not new. That's common. That's like that's something you put in shit like Game of Thrones. So it's not yeah. it's not even like interesting anymore. Especially post Game of Thrones where people almost always expect some kind of weird colluding within politics, which is very, very um, uncommon in the West. That's why people like focus on or, it or so much. We're used to it. So <laughs> we're just, we're just yeah. like, okay, okay. <laughs> we're like, just, okay, so this person wants this person, then, okay, okay, okay. So
1: All the elections are coming up. Let's see who's building a team. Oh, shocker, it's these people. What a surprise.
0: Like i don't mean to be disrespectful to the people who have died i am just so used to this (laughs) the western fascination with um with politics is so amusing like the way they they dramatize the shit out of it is so amusing to me but like i I understand the Mm. need to be to be like intimately aware of these things like it's always those those politician moves where where it's always like personally motivated instead yeah. of just like you know a thing to push for power which it almost always is so yeah <laughs> the 12 being a thing should not have been expounded on specifically because it's so common everywhere else but because the westerners are so obsessed with politics being so drama- like dramatized to the point of, like, making something like The Crown, you know? They gotta dramatize the shit out of something, or else they won't, like, have any culture at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, it's just, like, it's just, like, so disappointing when they made the Twelve uh, an external plot point of, yeah. of the entire series. Specifically because it never really turns into something that connects to connects Villanelle back. or Yves' yeah. personalities. Yeah like because that's that's your core of the show is their cat and mouse game but the 12 is just like the peripheral of their playground you know you don't you don't really you don't really have to care about who's like setting up Villanelle's escapes you just have to care about whether or not they're setting she, it up or yeah, not yeah like i get that she's a tool for something but other than that if if eve catches her then it's over you you have to find someone else. Uh, but, like, then they go into this how, like, go into it like how Eve is just some collab. Like, she's, she's kind of just, like, she's not even middle management. She's just, yeah. like, some pawn, you know? They can yeah. throw her away any time. And that—that's what they choose to focus on—is the the fact that she's just a pawn. And Which then is kind of like, like oh, horrible. but there's more to this.
1: Which is kind of horrible when you put like put it in the context of that and the context of like Eve mm-hmm. being played by an Asian woman.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's just if if they had just focused on villain Eve. We wouldn't be having this problem. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. We wouldn't be having if, this if conversation. They, if this had, yeah, if this if this had played out like Hannibal, did, <laughs> no one would be complaining right now.
1: <laughs> well, people still complain about Hannibal, but like, I, I I did make that tweet that was like, I just want like a cat and mouse thing. I don't I don't want. I don't need to know all the politics of the world. That's not interesting mm-hmm. to me. I, I want to focus on the relationship. Like, why are these two like this? I want to see you into their, their little, like, fucked up relationship. Give me all the sorry baby moments. Which, okay, here's the thing. And what, what another mm-hmm. thing that pisses me off is that the marketing for the show mm-hmm. is centered around is- Bill yeah, I remember yeah. the like sorry baby billboards. I remember calling the international, which is bad for my phone bill. Uh, the the line <laughs> where you call and you get like a voicemail from Villanelle for Eve, mm-hmm. like the different messages. Mm-hmm. I remember that promotion and like it's centered around their relationship. And then you watch the show and you're like, what? What the fuck is this? Where, what? <laughs> where is what the fuck is this? I was promised steak. Why are you giving me? shrimp where are the lesbians <laughs> where are the lesbians i didn't want a political
0: thriller i wanted lesbians i think this is like stemming from i guess part of the reason why i didn't like how the heroes of olympus series ended that's and, like, fair how most of um ya dystopian fantasies during a little bit of like years before like the, the whole Killing Eve series came mm-hmm. out was that like I don't like plots where things happen to people. <laughs> you know? It's it's not even the the fact that, you know, in plots things happen to people. That's that's not the thing. That's I, I like it when in plots the the plot starts because the people did it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the I consequences that, yeah. is the plot. I like it when the characters are driving it. You and like it the fact you like it they...
1: when the character says bagum and immediately gets <laughs> a bunch of historical
0: figures. I, l- I like it when um when the lesbians take the wheel. Okay. Yeah, let the lesbians let the hot. lesbians
1: take the wheel.
0: But yeah, it's just it just kind of pisses me off that they made the 12 be this like sort of omniscient mysterious organization. That, like, it's just, like, omnipotent at this point. Because, like, you know, they, they drill it in into the audience, like, multiple times. Like, if you do this, they'll come after you. Yeah. You know? It's always, they'll come after you. They're Like, they're the fucking men in black or whatever. It pisses me off that their external plot has no bearing on what the fuck people actually want. Yeah. And it's just... When things happen to Villanelle and to Eve, it's not because they did it to each other.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: and I mean that's that's why the the season finales are always so compelling because it's always in the season finales where they do shit to each other.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: that's yeah. what hooks so many people. Like the when she shoots Villanelle in Rome. When when Villanelle shoots her in Rome. When she stabs Villanelle. Villanelle. Yep. Where they, where they, like, dance with each other in the last episode of season three. Yes. And then their whole, like, honeymoon-esque bullshit that happens in the last episode of season four before Villanelle gets shot. shot. That's when people get really, really invested is when they do shit to each other. And then the consequence is they end up falling deeper into each other. It's... That's, that's when it's, at interesting. its most that's, interesting. That's yeah.
1: wh- that's what I see gifts of. That's what I see people talking about because it's interesting. It's fascinating. It's the whole human yeah. connection thing of like this fucked up person meeting this fucked up person and there's something there that you just can't help but watch. Mm. You can't look away from <laughs> because you know there's going to be consequences.
0: This car crash happening in slow motion is just so good. And then (laughs) they end the fucking season with no one shooting at Villanelle. (laughs) It's so stupid. It's It's so amazingly stupid that you actually end up just laughing when she gets shot in slow motion and like, sandra O is acting her heart out she's just like kind of like she's desolate she's so so fucking angry and also so fucking sad that villanelle is dying in her arms and they jump off the ship um she technically she gets pushed off the ship by villanelle who is trying to protect her which and is intriguing. It's, just,
1: it's 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 yeah. horrible, but it's so like fucked up when you think about like the context of why they're off the ship. But then you get mad because there was no reason.
0: Most of the twelve at that point were dead. Yeah, apart exactly. Maybe yeah, from Carolyn. Carolyn was the only one who was still alive, as far as I know, at least. I know like most of the twelve have been dead at that point, including Helen, who was like the driving antagonist of the last yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other guy who was technically 12, but has been in hiding for the longest fucking time. He was not involved with most of the things. And then he, like, Villanelle fucking shot him. So he's dead too. So most of the 12 are dead at this point, except for Carolyn. So who ordered the shots? Because Carolyn actually cared for Villanelle at that point. So why so is what, she dead? Why? Why? Did she think that Villanelle was gonna come after her after like their bonding thing that was going on, or was it like a personal thing? Because the guy who's been in hiding this entire time was shot by Villanelle. Did she, did she think Villanelle was gonna go after him? Even though Eve, in like, in under no circumstances she never fucking lied about saying we don't care about you. We're ju- we just want the twelve just, dead.
1: Yeah, it's, it is not it personal. It's business. <laughs>
0: What business? She's not even in the 12 Yeah, anymore. that's true, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense. And as you know me, Gap, I hate it when things <laughs> don't make any fucking sense. <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It infuriates me <laughs> how stupid that ending was because None of it led up to that point. Even though Laura Neal has been so insistent about it that they were leading up to that. They were not besties. We they were leading up to and Louise. That was the vibe they were. That wanted to was go the for. vibe. But instead they <laughs> got they got the what was the the Avicii music video where they tried to do oh, Thelma Louise and then oh, the lesbians oh. died and you know, anyway? Good Lord. The fact that I know it's the Avicii song with the lesbians in it. Concerning. <laughs> Telling. <laughs> and you know, you knew the moment I mentioned it. You were like, oh yeah, 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 yeah,
1: definitely. Oh yeah, I remember <laughs> that. Addicted On, like,
0: to you. There you go, yeah, yeah. Well, will we get copyright strike if I fucking... I don't know. <laughs> I, live you I, know I, I know the song. Say. Wow. They had lesbians in this one, <laughs> and then they killed the lesbians in this they... music video. God, bruh, that's it. That's the ending of. I think that's where they got the 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 ideas. The inspiration for from the Avicii. Villain. Yeah, yeah, they got the inspiration from Avicii. I see. I
1: see. They sh-
0: they, they, they just thought... They should have been playing Haley Kiyoko in there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
0: Could you imagine the excess Like, the X's vibe between Eve and Villanelle? It yeah. would have been so good. Oh,
1: my God.
0: If you gave Villeneuve the the Charles Xavier and fucking yes
1: <laughs> yes yes absolutely that's what you need you that's what them. you need to do you need to give them the chess moment in Paris where they're playing and they go fucking Magneto goes that's your move and they're just you just pan out to, from them playing chess you need Good Lord. sorry I I I, I, I <laughs>
0: The flavor. It unlocked something in you. <laughs> the flavor of I think, that. I think Cherick is just like everyone's like proto. Like, like that's their proto gay like thing, you know? Yes. Like everyone Especially who since, like, watched a single X Men movie, movie, they would like. They just know. You know? No, it's like even. Like the baseline. Even
1: my dad, who does not know much, <laughs> he, he knows he's like, you know, Professor X and.
0: Like, they fucking. <laughs>
1: And also, there's the whole thing of like Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen just also leaning yeah. into that, which is really sweet because they're really good friends. But yeah, play into the the chess game of it all. The the, the fucking oh my god! Now I'm thinking about <laughs> X Men. It First all comes Class. back
0: to ooh, they fucking. <laughs> I know.
1: If you if you gave it the the you're not alone anymore. the the Days of Future Past thing where give them the the energy of divorced parents who still find the other parent hot.
0: It's not even that they're in love with each other. It's just that they knew each other. For so fucking long. Oh, the that inherent. They still do know each other. The
1: inherent um, horror and delight of knowing yeah. someone who knows you deeply, and then you have to separate yeah. from them, and they, and still knowing that this person knows you so intricately. That there's always like a connection yeah. with that. It's the whole thing when 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 you like have like a friend break up, and you're horrified because this person has like some of your deepest, darkest secrets, and there will always be this connection, yeah. but you just don't like them anymore.
0: Because, if okay, there's this thing, this is not me trying to fix season four, but mm-hmm. um, if they had played this angle, it would have been so good. Because um, they so do good. have that whole, like, opening to season four. But anyway, if, if they had played into that in season four, of, like, them realizing finally that, you know, like, maybe being together wasn't really nice. Maybe they were kind of just, like, drowning in this idea that, Um, they want the other because no one understood them, or something like that. Like, them finally realizing that Mm -hmm. oh man, yeah, I need some help, or something like that. Eve, I can definitively, like, understand that as a person, because she's just like, oh man, I've I've been too deep into this rabbit hole, I need to, like, crawl back out somehow. If they had played into the idea that, you know, they would want to, like, adjust without the other, which they've been doing for seasons now, um... They want to adjust out of each other's whole like the strong magnetism to each other. If they wanted out of that, if they had just continued to like leave it at that of just like they see each other in the street and passing and just like move on, and then get to that final season finale, that thing they always do where they bring Villanelle and Eve together again, where they finally give in to each other's magnetism and kept playing. The exes thing, yeah, where they were just like, "I'm not interested in you," I'm not interested, interested in, in you. You, clenched you. Clenched fist. <laughs> good lord! If they kept playing the exes role and just, That's just got p- to that part where they couldn't even fucking deny the magnetism, that would that would have been, been so delicious.
1: It been I delicious. know just the idea but, yeah. of both of them being frustrated <laughs> that they're getting drawn back together despite the fact they're yeah. actively working against delicious interesting concept yeah. i need more of that in my life imagine if we had because gotten for that for all intents and
0: purposes oh. for all intents and purposes that's where they started the entire show exactly back, exactly is if they had gone like drawn back full circle but like with all the everything that happened between them that they couldn't even deny that it happened anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would have been so perfect. It would have been when so When they good. finally slept together. It, it would have <laughs> been so good. They should have hired
1: me. <laughs> you know what? You know, we can just make our own thing where we just do this. and we do I it. could. We do it through audio drama, so it's even more, like, sickening. What are we doing, Speaking of fucked up little guys, is there anything more fucked up <laughs> than some demons? Specifically, some <laughs> demons in the 90s. <laughs> so next episode, we're obviously talking about the best podcast. Brimstone. My favorite yeah. podcast, Brimstone Valley Mall. I'm so excited. Of course. Just a trio of homosexual things that just walk the <laughs> and then Killing Eve and then Brimstone what Valley What goes Mall. after gay rap?
0: Now I'm uh, thinking. Because we're chaos. we're doing we're consistently being gay gay. <laughs> Just we're doing gay um sins questions. Gay sins. Yeah,
1: we're yeah, gay I adjacent sins, yeah. Gay, en- envy. Ba- gay envy. Gay <laughs> <laughs> envy. Gay envy of not being in a hot topic in the nineties.
0: No, it, it's it's the it's the gay envy yeah. of No, that's my best friend. That's my how, how best friend. How dare you friend. be someone else's best friend? That's just. That's something just also... about Miss Rock is just so. Oh my God,
1: you and Miss Rock! I think it makes so. much... I don't know why I s- got attached to that little bit. It no, it makes so. I was about to say it makes so much sense that you got attached to Miss Rock of all the characters. <laughs> it, it,
0: there's just something there's about just them. All kismet. right, no, no that. It's
1: kismet. <laughs> it's like how I got. You got attached to Miss Rock, and I immediately said, "Bells and Trent, mine now." <laughs>
0: <laughs> the unhinged little guys. You like unhinged little guys. They're kind of weird. It's re- it's
1: really funny because there's like two like aspects to my personality, and it's just like the nicest like the like these very kind himbo like there's no brain cells, and on the other end of the spectrum, there's just like these unhinged sarcastic little motherfuckers.
0: <laughs> it's your Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's true. It all goes back. To your- what you just heard was a talk from the Secret Treehouse. Those were your hosts, SJ and Gab, and this was a production by The Playground. If you like that, please consider supporting us through the links found in the show notes. If you support us for as low as $6 on Ko-fi, you can get the whole uncut version of this episode. And if you want your name at the end of the episode, like at this moment here, you can support us for $10. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope we can get to hang out again.